Mack Weldon, legit better than whatever you're wearing right now. I am a convert. I am happy to get on board. Tell you about Mack Weldon. I'm wearing it right now. I always wear it now. They they believe in smart design, premium fabrics, simple shopping. It was very, very easy for me, and I mess those things up all the time. Their stuff smells good. They want you to be comfortable, and it performs well, too. Their underwear, socks, shirts, they look good. You can work out in them, go to work in them, go out on dates, anything you need. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code BEAUTIFUL. Let me tell you about the Blue Cash Preferred Card from American Express with 6% cash back at U.S. supermarkets on up to $6,000 in purchases. That means you get 6% cash back on chocolate chip cookies or double chocolate chip cookies, even the elusive triple chocolate chip cookie. It's cash back, backed by the service and security of membership. Start earning cash back at AmexBlueCash.com. Terms apply. Hello, people of Earth. Thank you for tuning in, putting me inside your ears. My name is Chris Gethard, and this is Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. One phone call, one hour, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun, and I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. This call you're going to hear today, a very interesting one. I feel like this one... Is a little bit of a war of attrition. This guy, I, he's indicating, I'll never forget feeling like, man, this guy, he's telling me their stuff and it's my job to drag it out of him and you'll really hear that push and pull as we try to do it. And I'll say this to you, anonymous caller, if you're listening back, you don't know Jersey like I know Jersey, all right? I love me. The only person who knows more about Jersey than I do is Tom Sharpen, clearly, okay? It's all about the Jersey in this one. Love Jersey, love New Jersey, and thank you for the call. And thanks for this gig. It gets weirdly, uh, listen to the end, it gets weirdly sexual. Threesomes and all kinds of stuff that I wish we had more time to talk about. All right, enjoy it, Beautiful Anonymous. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hey, this is Chris Gethard. Hey, Chris. First off, I want to say I'm a big fan. Um, Thanks. I saw you open up for Burbigs on... uh, at the Chicago Theater last oh, year. Oh, that was that was uh, uh, truly performing there. So overwhelming. That place is like massive yeah. and culturally so significant. And I tell you, can I yeah. tell you something? That's so nice you said that. And can I tell you like a weird little? I'm going to start with a weird little brag. Absolutely, dude. One of the jokes I did there was the first time I had ever done it, and that was like a challenge to mm-hmm. myself of like, this is the most intimidating venue I've ever been in. I'm going to try a new joke. And I'll never forget my experience at the Chicago Theater. So I'm glad you were there. That's so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you it for saying great. that. It was great. It was awesome. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of comedy. And uh, my my fiance is too, but not as much as I am. And I'm, and she's like, oh, who's opening up for him? And I'm like, oh, it's it's the guy from Broad, Broad City. You know, like she loves that show. So she's like, oh, my God, that guy is hilarious. So Awesome. Um Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to like no, uh, that's a, that's you know, super be a kind of you. boy right now. No, very kind of you. Very nice of you. And um, I'm very lucky to work with people like the Broad City Gang and, and Mike Burbigley. I'm yeah. just lucky that I get to also, associate with those guys. Yeah. Plus, I got to uh, – I'm. can I say where I'm originally from? Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm from – I'm originally from New Jersey. So Ooh, we got I gotta, that in common. Got to get the – yeah, the Jersey boys – 
got to, uh, you know, support the Jersey boys because we don't get a lot of respect when we get outside of Jersey. Yes. For anybody listening who might not know this, in my work, I have endlessly ranted about my love of, of New Jersey and being from there. And I'm glad that you are aware of that. What part of Jersey are you from? Uh, you're from right around Montclair, right? I'm from West or, Orange, which is right next to Montclair. Yeah. West Orange. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm from, from the summit area. From the so, summit area. Close. I appreciate your uh, yeah. your vagaries to ensure the anonymity of this. From the summit area. I will not say. Yes, I will not say which town. Could be Chatham, um, could be Morristown. There's a lot of things in the be. summit area. Well, we could be even extending as far south as, I would imagine, a Bernardsville or a Basking Ridge. <laughs> yeah, could be around there too. Could we be in between, could be whatever. I will tell you, you know, the, we the have, possibilities are endless. We could spend the next 57 minutes listing towns in the general <laughs> Morris County area. Summit Morris County? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually in Union. Oh, I was in Union, yeah. Oh, you were in Union, in Union County. County. So maybe Clark, mm-hmm. maybe Westfield. Maybe mm-hmm. uh You're naming everything. You're name, you got everything. Have I named the have I named uh, the right town yet? No, you haven't. Oh, we need to keep listing but, towns in Union County, do we? <laughs> do we? Oh, is it Union I'm sure itself? That's what Everyone wants to hear all the towns in Union County that are near that are near Summit. So I'm sure that would make it for a great hour. My guess is that most people are not. But there is a weird subsect of humanity that wants nothing more than to be fascinated by two men listing towns in Union County, New Jersey. And those weirdos are the exact type of people that I'm speaking to with this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure someone out there is going to be so frustrated the answer has not come up. And uh, it's just going to... Scotch Plains. Scotch Plains. No. Minecraft Amusement Park. Scotch Plains. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not Scotch Plains. Okay, Fanwood. Um, Fanwood. <laughs> no, you're close. I mean, you're you're you're, you're like hitting everything around it. Well, yeah, I know you live um, somewhere off Route 22, my friend. <laughs> I know we're talking Route 22 right now. Mountainside. <laughs> Mountainside. No, 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 no. God damn it. No, very close though. Very close. Super close, right? Oh, well, yeah. Spring. Spring. Uh, did I say Springfield? No, but you can come. We can come back to it if you want. Okay, yeah, you clearly want to move on. I'm. This is. I am clearly stalling out your entire. You have the thing you clearly <laughs> want to talk about, and I am stalling it out by naming towns in Union <laughs> County, New Jersey. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's all good. Um. So yeah. So do I? This is my first time, like, calling in or anything, and I, the first time, kind of, like, listen to the. The I, I, first time listening to anything. So. Um you know, the, the style, uh, is it just like, do you want me to just talk about like whatever's on my mind, life in general, what I'm doing right now? Anything you want, as boring as you want it to be, as exciting as you want it to be, as personal as you want it to be, you can be revealing. I'm okay. not going to judge. No one knows sure. who you are. I don't know who you are. I just reserve the right that if it, uh, you know, if it's, if, it, if I can't hang up, but I'm going to let, if, you know, that's it. it. Outside of that, yeah. And if it's, if, if I'm, if I'm not feeling it, I just reserve the right to say that. And it really doesn't matter if I'm not feeling it. You can just keep going anyway. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, yeah. So where to start? I mean, there's a lot going on right now in my life and I don't feel like I talk about it a lot. Um, really with anyone. And I am. Um, so 
I've recently moved to a new city that I don't really know a lot of people in, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Um, you know, I'm, I, I quickly, I can meet new friends quickly. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, I'm moved with my fiance, uh, because of her job. And I owed her that much because she moved from me twice, um, across the country a couple of times. So it's, uh, it was her turn. Um, and I'm not like upset or anything about that. And that's really not the point. I'm just kind of like laying out the groundwork of everything that's going on. So I got that going on. Um, I've, you know, pr- I proposed last year, um, and I'm getting married this year. Um, so I have, that's coming up in a few months. So now I have all this kind of a, the stress of like a new, of a wedding. Right. And then on top of that, we've, we've kind of decided that my, that this is a city that we don't really see ourselves in long-term. And we kind of are at the point in our lives where we want to start laying groundwork and start laying roots into a place that we feel we can be there for years to come. Um, so now we're in the middle of wedding, you know, wedding shit. I have to, we're, we're trying to figure out where, where the hell are we going to move next? Um, I work from home by the way, so I can pretty much move anywhere. And when, which is why, you know, I was on the line so long cause I just didn't have anything else to do. I was sitting here working. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a crazy person. I was actually doing something. <laughs> That's totally um, fine. Although I love that I've created an environment where you so soon feel like you have to out loud say, I'm not a crazy person. Yeah. Anytime you wait on hold for 50 minutes or something, you know, to talk to someone you've never met before is slightly crazy, I would a say. Little bit. But yeah, we should mention, because just so people know what you're talking about, we, we tend to tape multiple episodes of these a day, and you were sitting on the line while I took another call. So you have been waiting yeah. like an hour to tell me about this. Now, can, yeah. I, can I say something off the bat as a response to what you've shared so far? Sure. Yeah, sure. First of all, this could just be the natural stress of things, but we were talking about towns in New Jersey. You were laughing. I'd say yeah. g- even giggling, having a good time. And then you, yeah. the tone changed. And obviously this might just be natural stress, but I can't help but notice you said like, you phrased it as, I had to move across the country for my fiance. You said, I have to do all this wedding shit. Are you, are you psyched <laughs> yeah. about, are you psyched about this, uh, this new phase of life you're entering? I'm going to ask the hard question oh, first. Okay. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just getting started too. So, okay. First of all, I, I, if I came across as like someone who does not want, you know, doesn't want to be with this person, that is 100% false. Um, I, that it. is my fault. I, I am 100% into it. I'm all in, uh, I'm having the love of my life. I cannot be happier about this marriage. So this it's is just the, the natural stress. Wedding sh- this is just the natural stress. Because I got married in 2014, and believe me, yeah. I said many things along the lines of like, oh, this fucking wedding shit. I said many things right, along that exactly. line. But, but I bet other people hearing this were maybe thinking the same thing. So I want to get that question out of the way okay. first. Yes, sorry about that. No, um, no apologies. No, I am 100. No, I, I, I said to apologize a lot, but um, <laughs> it's, it's a curse. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, no the wedding stuff, it's just like, gen, you know, just general wedding. Anyone who's, any guy who's been through, any guy or girl who's been through planning a wedding and stuff is, uh, you know, there's just general stresses that go into it's it. It's completely and, insane. And some things that you just get, yeah, you just get fed up with some stuff. And that's, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Not, 
my relationship at all. I mean, I, I have a fantastic relationship. Yeah, because having fantastic been through it recently, I can say, like, you might be able to speak to, like, for people who haven't been married, I was married about a year and three months ago. You're about to get married. I think the yeah, looking back on it to me, yeah, congrats to you. To me, the really um, overwhelming and frustrating thing is that there's all this stuff that matters so much, but you know it, mm-hmm. you know it, you, it didn't matter before. It's not going to matter after, but it's so, it matters so much during yeah. the wedding. It's really annoying, oh, yeah. right? 100%. Yeah. You're yes. Like, oh, very like, much so. I was, what color I've are the napkins going like, to be? And which of my yeah. stupid cousins that I barely even like doesn't get along with yeah. another one of my stupid cousins that I barely yeah. like. Yeah. I will say so. She's been amazing. You know, she's like, um, you know, everything that's been like kind of put on my, on my plate to do, she's been super cool about and, and, um, she's been open. She's not nowhere. She's not a bridezilla at all, which is like, thank the heavens. Um, I didn't think she would be, but you just never know when these things come up. Yeah. Um, cause it's, it's one of those, it's those life changing moments that like women just think about, you know, for, and, and men too, for their entire childhood. And you just, they have a picture in their head and, um, yeah, it's been, it's, I, I definitely have gotten off way easy in terms of like what other guys have had to do, but that is good. you know, just, just in general, the wedding, the wedding stuff is just kind of, kind of stressful. Sometimes. Can I give you one piece but, of um, advice and you may have learned this for yourself. Already. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like you said, ladies for better or for worse are probably conditioned from a young age to think about their weddings from the time they're mm-hmm. two years old. I think we probably all from the modern perspective would agree that that's not so fair. That being said, there's probably going to be some things you don't care about in the course of planning it. And my advice would be that mm-hmm. you should never ever express that and just fake an opinion if you have to. Cause if you say <laughs> like, I, I don't been. really care about this, it's going to be an issue because of course you have to care. It's your wedding. For me, yeah, it was napkins. Yeah, I yeah. got in a big fight. My wife and I had to decide what color our napkins were going to be. And I <laughs> made the mistake. We were choosing between aqua and teal. I made the mistake of saying like, yeah, you know, I, they're pretty similar, whatever, whatever you want. And it, it yeah, doesn't fly. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick a side. You gotta pick a side. You just have to, it matters. It matters more you than you're going to go in knowing the, you have to go in knowing where you stand on aqua and teal before yes. you get before oh, you propose make the, a choice. the ring. Have you had your have you had your version of that yet? Uh, thankfully no. All right. Um, like I said, she's been pretty awesome, uh, very Great. awesome, and Good. she's pretty laid back with that stuff. Uh, I just kind of, you know, defer to her on a lot of things, and I'm, I don't have it. My yeah. opinion is her opinion. That's I I wear what she. When it comes to the wedding, it's whatever she if she wants me to wear a pink suit. I'll wear a pink suit. Just I don't care as long as I'm getting married. I don't care. You're there for her. You're there so, to make it. Yeah, exactly. what she's dreamed I, of. Exactly. I, I'm just I'm just there. I know it's I know I'm a part of this. I know that it's us, not her. But this is and it's our day. But the you know the picture of it and everything is. I'm a blank slate. It's whatever she wants to draw uh-huh. on it. It's fine. And is that for so, the specific or is that, would you say that in the rest of your life, you're a little bit of let's facilitate other people. Cause you, you said you're an apologizer. Are you, are you, are you someone who <laughs> defers in general? Um, I guess it depends on the situation. I have, 
I'm sure I have strong, I have strong opinions on certain things. I just, um, I don't know. Okay. That's a good question. Well, thanks. Yeah. I defer, I definitely defer to her on a lot of stuff. If, if I'm, if I'm out of my element, I'll defer to people. But yeah. if I have, if I'm, if I know the answer and I, and I'm, you know, and I'm even 80% sure I'm going to be on top of it, but I'm not going to get in an argument about it. Yeah. Fair. I understand. So you're a normal, well-adjusted human and, being is what you're telling me. You're a normal, well-adjusted yeah. human being. Right. So what else? So you're scared. Some people, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, necessarily, I'm not necessarily scared about it, but I'm just, I'm, so I'm getting married. I'm thinking about moving. Maybe I'll move back to Cranford or yeah. Rahway. <laughs> Cranford? No, no. Or one no. of the plain fields. <laughs> Do you have maybe, maybe one of the plain fields? No. Or maybe no. Linden. Maybe you're moving back to Linden. No. <laughs> what? You're naming like literally every town around it. It's crazy. Oh, so of course you um, might be moving back to Winfield. No. Uh, or Rahway. Yeah. You're moving back to Rahway. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway, yeah, I think okay. you've named my entire like basketball conference. <laughs> <in high school. laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You keep going. Keep going. I keep interrupting. You keep going. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I have, you know, back in October or back in the fall, I guess I can't really remember. Back in the fall, I uh, uh, had a successfully funded Kickstarter campaign. And so I'm kind of like in the middle of trying to get all that, that stuff out with oh, my partner. Awesome. What um, was that for? Which is um, I don't know if I want to say, cause I, if I do say it, then it'll, it'll tread on the end. If I tell you what it is, it, yes. Oh, that's, that's yeah. fine. Although I would love to self promote right now and get it out there in case this makes to your podcast. But let me go ahead and say this. I arbitrarily made up these rules. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anybody too hung up on this. I don't know if there's going to be a, an upswell of rage if you mention <laughs> your, your product. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Who cares? Um, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure. Cause I'm not sure if I want to like share all of the, you know, my personal information that I'm th- talking about with you and then they possibly oh, yeah. connect it because it's yeah, only, no, very true. because it's, it's only two people. Yes. So you go, yeah, um, you need to express some other stuff. So let's not, let's not well, associate that other stuff with your public uh, your public persona. That's very crafty, right, crafty yeah. like a young man from Elizabeth, New Jersey would be. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I will tell if you hit it, I'll tell you. Uh, but you haven't hit it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, like I wanted, I wanted definitely self-promote and, and like get it out there. It'd be great to get it on your podcast. Um, but yeah, but if- I, nah, you know, it's not, it's not it, worth it. It's me and one of the guy and, and, and like our names are both on it. So, and it's pretty easy to pick out which one I am. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. So, so what else do you want to get off your chest? Yeah. So I just got like, I got that, I got that going on and it's just kind of like super, super crazy. You know, like you just, you got, you know, I, I have close to, um, it's like almost 3,500 people that backed us and, we we went um, well over, you know, 200, 300% of what we were asking. Um, That's rad. So it was crazy. I mean, it was a lot of, it was just like, can't believe what you we did. You got a lot of pressure a lot of on you from a lot of sides, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
you got this wedding, you got an impending move, you got a business that's apparently just getting off the ground of some mm-hmm. sort or some sort of venture, some sort of financial yeah, venture. It's a business. Yeah. So you're launching a business, you're getting married, you're in a city where you know no one that you don't really want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a lot of crazy stuff. That's a lot, man. A lot of stuff. And I'm just kind of at a point where like Yeah, I I feel like I'm at a point where a lot of people are at where you just you're at like you don't know which route to take. Yeah. And and then but there's so many routes to take that you just don't take a route and then you you end up in the same spot that you were the whole time. Like it's it's like you have the opportunity you're missing out on like all the other opportunities that you think that are out there but you just got to pick one and go for it and forget about the rest. And I'm just trying to figure out which one that is to pick for. And it's just so hard to like make that initial decision. It's a crippling Um, feeling. It's a paralyzing feeling. Very crippling. I'm sure you've, maybe you've been through that at some point in your life and being an artist and stuff. Many times. There's so many different ways you can go. Yeah. Um, You know, it's different opportunities come up and you you know, you don't want it. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's very overwhelming, especially when you're just a kid from Hillside, New Jersey. <laughs> nope. Um, no, Hillside's a pretty rough town. You're not from Hillside. You just got a you just got a like wiki Union County uh, towns, and then you just start working them all in. <laughs> I'm gonna keep trying. I'm gonna keep trying. But I get what you're saying, man. I get what you're saying of that feeling of like being uh, feeling frozen up. I get it. I mm-hmm. get it. So. Uh, yeah. And you say you haven't talked with anybody about this. You haven't talked with the fiance. You haven't talked with the business partner. No, I talked to the, I've talked to them about it. I just, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not like feeling down or, or, or anything like that. Like that in, in any way, like I'm very, uh, ecstatic to be where I am right now. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm working hard to make it all happen. Um, I don't know. I guess when I was just waiting on hold, I kind of felt the, I was thinking about like what I wanted to talk about and what would I talk about? And the, all of these things just started popping up and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I do have a lot going on. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. There's just so much stuff going on right now, but so how and, do you I, think and, this, I, and I don't uh... think that it'll, I don't think it'll ever end. You don't um, think it'll ever I don't end. think it ever does. Because I was just going to ask no. you, how do you think this will end? And then you cut it off by saying, I don't think it will ever end. I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I think once the business gets up and running to a point where I'm where I can quit my job, um, you know, there's just going to be one thing after another, which is what I wanted. Um, and fine, I'm not having second thoughts about it. I, I'm just kind of like, you know, you know, when you have those moments where you just step back and you're saying like, well, shit there's a lot of stuff happening right now and there's a lot of things that I need to do. And, and, um, and, and you think back to like where you were when you were in like college and you didn't have like a care in the world or anything You're like that. Ah. Um, how life has changed, I guess. Yeah. Um, I bet you've come a long way when you left for college, right? When you left for college and left behind the safe hometown of Cranford. <laughs> no, Come on. You guessed that one already. <laughs> to my knowledge, I have guessed every town in Union County, New Jersey. No, you. Well, I guess mine is. A, you were very, very close. Like you hit one town that was like 
You, I think you're two towns that were bordering it. Scotch Plains and Westfield. You really reacted to those. No, no. I, I, I don't um, tell me. Don't you tell subdued me. Subdued my reaction. I subdued my reaction. You subdued your reaction. Okay, okay. I'll get there someday. So, I'll get there someday. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. I guess that's just like all the stuff that's going on in my life, which I'm sure you enjoyed hearing a lot about. This call's going really well, I would like to think. I hope you guys are enjoying it. That being said, gotta take a break for me to tell you about some of the, the kind people that help make this show happen. Beautiful stories, that's that's part of the name of the podcast you're listening to right now. Well, you know what some of the most beautiful stories you'll ever find out about are? They're, they're found in documentaries. You can discover a vast library of riveting documentaries on Sundance Now Doc Club. Sundance Now Doc Club is a new premium streaming service for curated nonfiction content. I am a member. It is very cool. There's tons of great stuff on there. Here's one beautiful story up there, Waiting for Mamu. It's a look at 2012 CNN Hero Award winner Pushpa Baznet, dedication to giving a support system, education, hopeful future to the children forced to grow up in the Nepal prison system until they're 18 because there's no suitable guardians to care for them when their parents are sentenced to prison. It's a type of gripping, emotionally raw stuff I assume listeners of this podcast are going to enjoy. I've been watching all the Errol Morris stuff on there. It's great. It's a cool thing. Explore Sundance Now Doc Club's ever-growing library of critically acclaimed content. It's available on web, mobile, Apple TV, Roku. Become a member. Start streaming now. Get a free month at beautiful. That's www.doclub.com slash Beautiful. Put beautiful in lowercase. Get that free month. It's cool. I can vouch for it. New York City and nearby suburbs. Listen up. Very cool thing happening. The very first live Beautiful Anonymous is going down May 21st, 1.30 p.m. as part of the Vulture Festival. I'm so excited to see how this thing unfolds in a, in a live performance environment. We're going to be taking actual phone calls. It's going to be a room packed full of people, all of whom hopefully are you guys, the fans of this show, who have been supporting it from the start. Come on out. It's going to get awkward. It's going to be fun. May 21st, 1.30 p.m., New York City. Get your tickets right now, vulturefestival.com. Okay, it's time to return to our call. Um, yeah, I guess that's just like all the stuff that's going on in my life, which... I'm sure you enjoyed hearing a lot about. I do. I do enjoy hearing about it. And I have a few opinions and a few uh, sure. thoughts. Yeah, anything. I'd love to hear your thoughts. My first thought is this, because I have been through, I will say, these feelings you're expressing, I know them. I know them well. This uncertainty and this, uh, this, this, uh, this feeling that you're in over your head and that's what you signed up for and that's what you're dealing with forever. But I will tell you mm. that in my experience, you are right that it may not end, but you get more used to it and you feel like you're the master of it. And also it comes and goes. Mm -hmm. That's in my mm -hmm. experience. I don't know if that's true for everybody. I yeah, I think that's true for me, for sure. Um, you know, I've had, you know, last year I wasn't, uh, until about this time, it wasn't that crazy. And, and then it just started, you know, slowly snowballing. And then, um, you know, just a lot of, just 
kind of I'm in, I'm at the I'm I'm getting to the to the crest of the wave right here. The crest um, of the wave. That's where you live. Yeah. On the crest of the wave. The problem with living on the crest of a wave is that at any moment you may fall into the sea. Exactly. So So you're I'm feeling get, that chaos that rumbling right underneath you. A churning yeah. salty pool of sharks. Uh, yeah. And sharp coral is ju- you're you're moments away from falling into that at any point. Yeah. Can I ask how old you yeah. are? Yeah, I'm uh, 27. 27. That's also, mm-hmm. I will say, in my experience and from what I've noticed with a lot of my friends, a deceptively frustrating age. It is. It's very frustrating. Because I'm at the point where, like, you know, I, I don't like my career. I don't like my job and, and my career, but like, I kind of have to, I want to switch, but I kind of have to stay in it because it allows me to, you know, pursue the, what I really want to yeah. do. What's the day job? Um, I work in insurance. You work in insurance. And that's not what you signed yeah. up for. That's not what you went to college no. hoping to do. And you're 27, no. which is the exact age that like, you're old enough that your family wants you to already have your shit together, but young enough still that you <laughs> definitely much. don't. You definitely yeah, don't. Yeah. And you're right there. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head right there. I don't want my shit together right now. You're, you're about to get married, and you're this close <laughs> to starting a business that's your dream, and you want you don't want to be an insurance guy. You want to be a business owner. By the, you want your fiancé's family to be like, that's our son-in-law that runs his own fucking business, not that's our son-in-law who's still clunking it out at this insurance job he don't like. <laughs> exactly. You want this shit nailed <laughs> exactly. down. You want this shit yeah. nailed down, but you know what? I know you're a fighter because you grew up in Kenilworth, New Jersey. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> or maybe maybe New Providence, maybe New Providence, New Jersey. No. Then it was definitely no. Roselle or Roselle Park, New Jersey. <laughs> no. You have now on. you have now hit every single town that surrounds it. It's well, crazy. I know it's not Garwood. No, it's not. It's probably. I said mountainside. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You did. Um. Anyways, so uh, I said you know, Berkeley Heights. No, you didn't. But that's it. I said Berkeley Heights, like second man. No, you didn't. You said Chatham. I said Berkeley Heights <laughs> about well, eighteen so we could go minutes back. ago. <laughs> We're talking Route seventy eight now. Yeah. Yeah, it's recorded, so you can go back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me, we both can. <laughs> you can prove, prove me believe wrong. Believe me, we both can. We both can go back, and we both can see who's wrong here, because one of us yeah. is wrong. And my guess is that it's probably me, because I sometimes behave this way. <laughs> so anyway, you got shit you want nailed down. It's not nailed down. Yeah, basically. And it's it's to the point where it's about to, it's about to be nailed down. How are your parents? Good peeps? You like them? They put the pressure on you? Yeah, I love my parents. Yeah, no, they don't put any pressure on me. No pressure at all. You know, they're happy if, uh, you know, as long as I got a roof over my head and um, uh, food, I'm good. So, no, let me ask I mean, you this about your fiance. Let me ask you some tough questions about your fiance. Yeah, if, sure, if, man. Uh, if this business, let's say this business flames out. Let's say this business, let's say the, the enthusiasm of Kickstarter mm-hmm. is an initial burst, but that ultimately there's some bumps in the road, which I'm sure is a major fear, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say yeah. that happens. Yeah. Let's say that happens, and you wind up being a some sort of insurance reviewer or whatever you do with the insurance. 
and uh, and and you 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 wind up in the gutter. You think this you think this fiance is ready to die penniless in the gutter next year? <laughs> no, she knows I'm not going to do that. Uh, so you're going to hustle. Would... If you have to go oh, corporate, yeah. I mean, if you have to go corporate, you're not going to like it, but you're you're going to put some food in on the table and you're going to put a roof over some Yeah, heads. no, there's no way I'm not supporting her. Um, you know, if I have to get a second job, it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, she works, so obviously, but um, you know, if this thing fails, uh, you know, that's a dis- very distinct possibility, but I I'm not I'm not betting the bank on it. I'm smart about it. I'm not going to, you know, put put my life and her life in jeopardy. Uh, just, just for like a, a dream, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to take calculated risks for it to make it happen, but I'm not going to bet well, the that's bank. Interesting. Can I talk about that? Yeah, so sure. You say you'll take calculated risks. This business, is this the biggest mm-hmm. risk you've ever taken? I mean, at this point, it's not that big of a risk because I've gotten all the money up front to start it. Um, from Kickstarter. So I guess the biggest, yeah, yeah, I guess it was the biggest risk I've taken because, um, you know, early on I've been working on this, this thing with, with my partner for a number of years now. And, uh, you know, throughout those years, it's been a couple, you know, thousands of dollars. Can uh, I be totally honest with you? Can I be totally honest with you? And I'm going to say something that maybe people are out there thinking, you seem really worried for a guy who, from what I can tell, really has his shit together and has a great <laughs> head on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, you're I You're ready to that. get a second job. You're ready to step up. You have a business that is funded and ready to go. You sounds clearly like you have some thoughts on backup plans. You have a woman who loves you and a family that supports you. Can I tell you about my I life know. when I was 27? Can I tell you about my I, life when I, I was 27? Absolutely, yeah. It was one of three different times in my life where I had an actual, legitimate, medically diagnosed, complete mental collapse. Jeez, okay. I envy what you... I'm 35, and I have a public career that, um, to the outside eye, feels like, look, probably looks like it's going all right. Mm. I envy you, and I want a guy like you on my side. And I envy you. <laughs> no, well, I, know, I tell you... You sound like you got it all figured out. I, yeah, the grass is always greener. Grass Everybody is knows greener. that, right? And I and I'm and I'm I've I've thought long and hard about when I was you know waiting for waiting on hold about whether or not whether or not I should even ex, you know express these thoughts because I understood that this coming out you know coming out the way it would from me would sound like he's just being a little bitch about this. Like he's no. got everything figured out. And, well, that's a thing that like, I think is one of the big fallacies. Cause I tell cause I've, uh, like I mentioned, I mentioned that I had a mental collapse and this is a thing I have not hidden in my work. And actually a lot of my fans are completely depressed people and sometimes maniacs. And I'm really proud of that. <laughs> but one thing that I've noticed, one thing that I've learned as I, cause I speak out about this and a lot of people reach out to me. One thing I've learned is like, like I think everybody feels that way. Everybody feels like they're being a baby uh, of some yeah. sort. But people are people are allowed to struggle and people are allowed to stress. And it doesn't matter if you're literally a billionaire. You can mm. you can find a reason to to stress out and freak out, and that's totally valid and okay. I've, I've always been yeah. amazed. I, I remember once I, I had I wrote this thing about 
uh, suicide and a lot of people responded to it and reached out and, mm-hmm. and someone reached out to me via Facebook who I'd known for years who I was like, man, that person has every luxury in life kind of set mm-hmm. out from the start. And I was amazed to realize like, oh no, like there's a profound loneliness and a profound struggle that can happen there too. So you don't sound like a baby or a bitch as you put it. <laughs> I think you sound like someone who has a lot on his plate. And is uh, it is just another guy trying to keep his head above water. Yeah, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate all the work that you know you've done. Um, you know, put, putting yourself out there like that. Not a lot of people in your position would. Yeah. That tends to be unfortunately. I just talk. I just am self obsessed. I'm mostly just self obsessed. Yeah. But that's just that's just comedians, though, right? Oh yeah, I think, I think as a general <laughs> rule, comedians are a completely narcissistic group of people. And uh, yeah. so, sometimes actually bad bad people who don't think about <laughs> others. Um, so yeah, that's the culture. I that's that. the culture I come from. <laughs> yeah, that's the culture I come from. So yeah, yeah, that's all about me. What city are you living in now? What's the city? Are you comfortable saying it or no? Um, I rather not because I wouldn't speak too fondly of it uh, uh, right now. And um, you're a good guy. You're a good guy, and you don't want to. You so, don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Want, I, and if someone like puts this together, I don't want it. I don't want to come back and bite the ass later on. Well, what's wrong um, with it? Can you tell me what's di- what's unsatisfactory about it? If I told you, I'd give it away. It's, it's that, Philadelphia. It's, that it's Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia, isn't it? It's not. No, it's not. I would love it's to Baltimore. be in Philly. It's probably Baltimore. But it's <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Charleston, so, South Carolina. I love Charleston, South Carolina. I went to school down there. It was awesome. Atlanta, Georgia. Um, no. Then it's no. got to be Tallahassee, gonna... Florida. Tallahassee, Florida. No, no. Not Tallahassee. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Probably, probably Olympia, Washington then. Might be. It might be. Is it? Did I nail it? No. no, you didn't nail it. You just want to move on. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Anyway, yes. What's what's wrong with the city? I got distracted again. I am really enjoying geographical no, guessing games with you. I'm very, very interested in geographical guessing when it comes to okay. our relationship. That's what I found. Oh man. Um. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to give it away. Yeah, I don't you wanna, wouldn't I want don't everybody in Indianapolis mad at you. Yeah, yeah, they they're a tough crowd, you know. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't. I just know so. I know so many people here. I don't want them to to find me and tell me how wrong I am. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You never want to be that you know, guy. Once, once you I want the great, the great city of Boise, it's just it's all downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, I can so. I can imagine. I can imagine. I'll tell you too. I once did that. I once very accidentally, honestly, got. Literally the the entire city of Philadelphia angry at me for about two and a half days, and it was terrifying. It was really terrifying. Yeah, it was really nuts. I can see that being terrifying. It was, especially because uh, Philly people are great people, but they are a tough breed and they are proud of that. Yeah, and man, yeah, I, I they, wrote a thing online that was made fun of Philly 
And I was, it, <laughs> I wasn't, I don't dislike Philly. My brother lives there. I was like, I kind of, my brother has like a thing where he's like, New York's a dirty shithole. And I'm like, well, Philly is New York's little, yeah. little brother. And I wrote this thing in <laughs> yeah. Philly to kind of needle, about Philly to kind of needle my brother. And uh, it was about how like a lot of comedians, like Philly is, you don't want to bomb in Philly. It's a tough town. Right. And they'll come after you. And I have bombed in Philly. And there's that famous video, Bill Burr, where the whole crowd's booing him and he's just lacing into them. And I, uh, I wrote a thing uh, about how tough it is to bomb in Philly. And I actually, I think there was a lot of affection, even though it was tongue in cheek. But the article, the headline was Philly is the worst place to do comedy. And I would tell you that <laughs> Philly did not like that. Philly did not like that. And I get it. They do not want a guy from New York saying they're the worst anything. I will maintain yeah. that if you read the article, you can see that there was actually a lot of joy in it. But the headline, mm-hmm. man, really got people mad. And I have spent, that was maybe uh, three years ago. And I've spent about yeah. three years where I still, people from Philadelphia will still sometimes walk up to me and just be like, fuck you. And I'm like, all right, my bad on that. My bad. I didn't. So pissing off oh, a whole city People is don't not read fun. past the headline. People don't no, read past the headline. Not. So. And also it was a boneheaded move on my part. That was the thing. But the, fun, the funny thing was like reporters started, there's all these blog articles, all these newspaper articles about it. And I started getting calls from reporters. I got this call from Metro, which is like a daily paper in Philly. And he was like, you know, um, all these comedians are angry at you. And and a lot of people in Philly are angry at you. Like, how do you want to respond? And I was like, well, I guess I'll just say like, sorry, sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that. And he was like, but don't you want to like, they've said this and this and this. Like, don't you want to come back at them? And I was like, no, like, they're right. Like, I said something ignorant. I don't really, I don't want to get in a fight. Like, I like, I like Philly. I didn't mean to piss everyone. And that was off. probably my, the most shocking bad. thing to that guy. Well, yeah, the that guy, you didn't want to get back at him. He's yeah, trying to he's trying to pick a fight so he can sell newspapers. So. He did. He wanted. He wanted, he wanted no to one sell buys some. Him anymore. Well, I think it's a free daily, but he wanted the oh, he wanted okay. the, at least he wanted the eyes on it. He wanted the story, and uh, and yeah, it was not pleasant. It was not pleasant to have a whole city, let alone a city that's notoriously tough. That's the city where ECW wrestling comes from. You don't want those guys mad at you. You don't want those yeah, guys mad at you. Definitely not. Okay. I'm going to tell you, we got so, 22 minutes left, and I feel like you got something you want to say. I feel like there's something juicy and specific um, that you've been dancing around, and I want you to give it to me. <laughs> I want you to cut under the surface, and you want to give it to me because we got the broad strokes here, and I'm psyched about the broad strokes, and they're valid broad strokes, and you're in a, a window of life that we all go through sometimes, and the pressure's on, and you've shared that, and it's risky, but you're sitting on something juicy and specific. I want it. I want it. Are you trying to coat? You're trying to coax something out of me so that you're not wasting. You think like you're wasting an hour here. If you have something. Um, oh man, I I don't really have anything like super juicy to be honest. Like you know, I'm not. Uh, you know, what's your darkest this, secret? What's the what's your dark? What's the thing you don't want your fiance finding out before you get married? What's the one thing that if she found it out, you'd be like worried? You can't even uh, say it, can you? I, I don't, this is going to sound really, really weird because, but I don't like, I don't have anything. I don't, I share whatever with her. I'll get um, it out of you. She I'll knows my past. I know hers. I'll get, I'll get something out of you. That's my mission. <laughs> um, and you can hang up. If this makes you nervous, you go ahead and hang no, up the phone, but I'm not taking the, uh, I'm not taking the foot off the gas on this one. <laughs> that's fine. You hey, got something. I wanted to ask I got, can I ask you another question? That's like completely off, top, off topic. Okay. Um, are you? I'm a big fan of Todd Berry. How's he? Todd Berry's great. Yeah, he seems like 
he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm kind of weird in the New York comedy community in that I, I, I don't think I've ever totally been, um, like, I've always been a fringe member of a lot of different crowds, and I think generally I have people's mm. respect, but uh, I've never been like part of a clique. But I've crossed paths with Todd many times. And he's a very good dude. He's a very dry in personal conversation as he is on stage. Yeah. I once got in a an argument with Todd because his favorite band is The Clash. And I said that I really love The Clash, but I also think they're kind of overrated. And he got really <laughs> mad at that. And I was like, yeah, but some of those later albums where they just turn into kind of like a weird world music band, I'm not totally down mm. with. And I think like... London Calling is one of the best albums ever and a lot of their other stuff too. But London Calling, that's like, you know, I think a lot of people would put that in their best albums ever. But I was like, how can you just ignore like combat rock and all that stuff around that era? Like that stuff's not great. And he got really mad. But then my wife, who has impeccable taste, I told her about this fight because I felt bad about it. I don't want to get a guy mad. And my wife was like, well, you know what it is? It's like you you only absorbed The Clash after their whole catalog existed. Like, I was really young when they were putting music out. So The Clash, their whole catalog was out there. But she was like, imagine you're like, imagine imagine London Calling didn't exist, and then one day it mm-hmm. does, how, how big an impact that is. And that made me totally understand it. So I will apologize yeah. to Todd Barry for, for getting a mad and for judging the clash. He was right and I was wrong. But, They're not overrated. I just needed to respect the context. Do you have any other questions about other comedians? I'll I, air all the dirty laundry. I, I, oh, I think that's a pretty good, you know, notch in your belt is that you got Todd Barry mad. And I mean, he seems me. like the kind of guy... He wasn't like no, I mean, he didn't grab me by the super. collar and like pin me against a wall, but he was just like, "What are you talking about?" Like and he, <laughs> he 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 should have he should have won, but I'll tell you what, we got off on a Todd Barry tangent. You ever uh, yeah? You ever drive drunk? I want to get a secret out of you. <laughs> um, actually, yes, I have. Okay, uh, okay, talk which was this. horrible. Yeah, that ain't a cool it thing was like, to do. No, no, it wasn't. And it was, it was a really stupid mistake. So does your fiance know about this? Does your fiance know about it? I don't know if it ever came up, but I'll tell her tonight. I found it. I found it. I found the thing you don't want her to know. She don't want to know. Um, Yeah, it was a total of, I came back after. Okay, so I am probably, if I say this, I'm probably going to. Uh, you know, your fans or whoever's listening may hate me even more. Um, no one hates you. You're was, a nice guy. You're a nice uh, guy. No one hates you. You're a nice dude who's about to get married and start a business. I bet a lot of people are like, I wish I, uh, I, I want to take that guy's lead. Nobody hates you. Well, maybe I'll turn. Maybe, I didn't. I didn't mean to put it like that. I, I meant maybe this might turn a couple people off. I was. I all right. I'm admitting it. I was in a fraternity in college. Gotta take a break for me to tell you about some of the the kind people that help make this show happen. Today's episode of Beautiful Stories is brought to you by FrameBridge. FrameBridge is the simple way to custom frame the story of your best experiences from your last vacation to your wedding day. You upload your own photos online or you mail them anything, whether that's your kid's art or album covers if you're a hipster. Notes, literally anything. Their experts will frame it, send it back to you in days. 
fully ready to hang. They just framed some stuff for me. They did a fantastic job. It was really beautiful and kind. And then pricing starts at $39, which is a fraction of expensive frame stores. Shipping's free. You go ahead, you get a custom frame as a gift. They'll ship it straight to the recipient. Your friends, your family, it only takes a few days. We got wedding seasons upon us, graduations, Father's Day coming up. Don't miss it. If you lived it, FrameBridge will frame it. Enter offer code BEAUTIFUL at checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order at FrameBridge.com. Thank you, FrameBridge. You know, we have a lot of really great advertisers that support the show. It keeps it free. I'm super appreciative of that. One of the reasons why advertisers really enjoy beautiful stories from anonymous people is they know we have some really passionate, amazing listeners. Right now, we have a survey that I'd like you to take to help us learn more about our audience. Just go to podsurvey.com slash stories. It takes maybe five minutes, tops. I'll ask you some questions about yourself, what you like to buy, but it's completely anonymous. Your answers help us find advertisers that are well-matched to you, the stuff you like, and to this show in particular. So when you're finished, this is cool. You enter a monthly drawing. You could win a $100 Amazon gift card. So that makes it worth your time right there. Even if you've taken a podcast listener survey before, I'd really like you to take ours if you don't mind. Help support this show. And don't forget, you have a chance to win that, that $100 gift card. So it's, uh, there's something in it for you if you're greedy out there, okay? Once again, that's podsurvey.com slash Stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S. Thank you so much. We're going to find the best advertisers so that we can all link up, keep this show free, let you guys know about stuff you think we'd like, and, uh, and, and enjoy this experience we all have together. I am happy to report it's time to return to our call. You're a nice dude who's about to get married and start a business. I bet a lot of people are like, I wish I... Uh, I, I want to take that guy's lead. Nobody hates you. Well, maybe I'll turn. Maybe, I didn't. I didn't mean to put it like that. I, I meant maybe this might turn a couple people off. I was. I all right. I'm admitting it. I was in a fraternity in college. Oh yeah, some of the some of the listeners might hate you. So you yeah. are right. I was wrong. I was wrong. People who are listening to comedy podcasts, especially helmed by this guy, yeah, they might hate you. They might hate yes. you. Yes. And they have one. They have exact. I, I completely agree with all of their reasons. I am like the least. Frat, frat guy, fratty's frat guy ever. Like, so I, why'd you join a frat then? Um, there was uh, definitely some benefits at the university that I attended. Uh, it opened up a lot of different doors and a lot of different possibilities. Um, yeah, I mean, at Dartmouth, first, at Dartmouth, that happens. The first, yeah, at the first couple of years, you know, the first couple of years, you're, you know, I went to a school that I didn't know anyone. I was literally the only one from my class right. to go. Yeah, because Bates College is very far away. I was Bates in a college. new part of the country. Um, I already told you you're where gonna, I was. You're just actively ignoring me now. I already, but you, as I try to guess, it's so easy. It's just so easy. Um, it is easy to ignore me. I'm a meek, mild mannered <laughs> man. Anyway, so you're in a frat. You're in a frat. Yeah, this so leads to you driving drunk one night. That's not I, a problem. Yeah, which moment. is which is awful. Like that's like the worst thing ever. Um, Can I, I ask you a secret question that sure. I've always wanted to know? Yeah, sure. That hazing shit, that's real, right? They say they don't do it anymore, but they do it. Oh, yeah, they do it. Yeah, for sure. It, it's, it, do you look back and there's, there's, there's some fucked up shit there, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like... We got 16 minutes left. I, I, mine was definitely not as bad as I've heard. Um, yeah, because I've heard stories where they're like, all right, everybody put your thumb in the next guy's butt. You hear stories yeah, like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not like that. You never That's did that? Like, nope, I never did that. Was that called the daisy chain or something like that? Um, I don't know. 
I don't know what are, are you allowed to are you are you willing to air what the what the worst hazing you experienced was or is that is, are we violating some sort of Greek code at that point? Basically, yeah. Oh, I you mean, let I'll, out a sigh because you know what it is. There's a thing. There's a thing that you know what it is. I'll tell you. It's just mind games. It's just like um, basically you're just. I don't know how it is in other fraternities, but at, at like the and, or at other chapters. But yeah, because Theta Chi, Theta Chi, not everybody does things the same way, right? Well, I mean, different. You could be in the same fraternity, but at a different school, they do something like completely different. Right. Right. Because there's general things that unite Fiji, but not. <laughs> yeah. <there's> not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. What is it? What is it? What's the most messed up thing you did? I mean, it's just mind games. It's like it's not. It's not anything like the. Pe- you know, it's not the juicy secrets that people think like where you're putting, like you said, your thumb up the next guy's butt. Like that's not yeah. it at all. You're mainly you're used as. Um, you know, you're used as like the bitch to like, you go around, you clean up people's apartments, you, you DD uh, for the parties. Um, you do what? You, so this is before Uber. Um, we had our, our pledges with DD. So oh, DD designated yeah, driver. Sorry, designated driver. Sorry. That's frat um, lingo. Just so you know, that is, that is clearly a frat abbreviation that. Is it? That many of my, my artsy nerds. DD. I mean, to just casually drop DD, you probably did that a thousand times in the frat to the point where it got conditioned, but. Me? I thought it was. I didn't, no, no one listening would just know what DD meant without oh, having to sorry. think about it. My, sorry. No, that's okay. You don't have um, to apologize for anything, my friend. Okay, so you got a designated tribe. You're cleaning yeah, up people's so apartments, and they're probably making them intentionally messed up. Yeah, you set up. Uh, you know, you're you're up all night setting up tailgates for football games. You're, um, you know, you're. What else? What, what else do I do? Um, they just make you carry around stupid stuff like like you know I always had to have a marble in my pocket. Um, you always had to have a marble in your pocket. A marble. I had a, I had a whole pack of like a punch pack. It was like marble, a marble, um, a scan, a, a can of like skull, a uh, pack of okay. cigarettes, a lighter. Uh-huh. Is that um, to give to the brothers when they ask if yes. the brothers ever want it? Yep. Yeah. If they see you on campus, yep. Uh, yeah, you know, if they see you on campus at the University of Kentucky. <laughs> yes, yeah, go Wildcats. Or maybe Butler, maybe Butler, the Butler Bulldogs. Yeah, the, Bull- the great basketball team, two Final Fours in a row, uh-huh. really good team. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go Mizzou. Let's go Mizzou, right? <laughs> the Tigers. Um, <laughs> God damn it, you know all the nicknames, so I can't get it out of you. Um... Yes, I, I mean it was just you just carry around like stupid shit like that, and then you desi- you set up for parties, you take down for parties, and then like the hell week is basically you're just up for um, you know like twenty four to forty eight hours straight at the end, and uh-huh. you're just you're so doing. Wait, like, if you're designating, if you got a whole DD system, how do you wind up doing the other DD? What do you mean? Oh, if you got oh, designated drivers, yeah. how do you wind up with the drunk driving, right. aka so, DD? Again, makes it even more stupid. Um, it was, uh, I don't think we had them at that that night for some reason. Like, I think it was like the entire, I think it was right after pledging had ended. So it was like a week, there's like two or three weeks before the end of the, um, uh, the end of the semester and before, or before finals or whatever, where like pledging is over and we don't have pledges anymore. So you don't have a DD. 
And again, this is before Uber, so I couldn't really call an Uber or anything. And uh-huh. small you don't have college, to feel that. Small college town in yeah. I, I'm not. I'm just setting the mood here. I'm. I'm not trying to uh-huh. make uh-huh. excuses. It, it was a terrible decision, but it was um, just stupid. Got in the car, drove the literally three blocks to which I don't know why I didn't just walk because it was three blocks, and oh, wow. yeah, woke up and. Realized I had driven, and I'm like, oh, shit. So Regretted it. You put yeah. all the people of Bloomington, Indiana in danger. Yes, I did. I did. It was... Oh, you, you have figured out a method, my friend, which is you say yes to everything I it, name. It, it was my most regrettable decision I've ever made. So, And I'm sure I'll make another one, but at this point, it's my most regrettable. No, that's really nice you told me about it. I'll tell you yeah. this. The strategy you have found out of saying yes to everything, I guess, about your personal life, you know what that's called? It's called being hiding married. in plain sight. Yeah. It's called hiding in plain sight. Or You're being married. In plain sight. <laughs> being married, yeah. Um, um, so just so you know, we got about 10 minutes left. You can hang up within those 10 minutes, or if you want to just keep okay. talking, it'll, when we hit zero on the countdown clock, the phone just cuts off. Okay, so cool. It's, it's uh can I tell you about my? Can I tell you about a crazy story I had in college, and then sure. uh, that should take up the rest of the time. So I have sufficiently wasted that. enough another hour of your day. Um, Bring it on home, man. Bring it on home. Stick right, the so, landing. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll tell you the story about how a volcano. Oh yeah. Hold on, though. You can't say you wasted an hour. That's just another way of you <laughs> trying to apologize, and I'm not going to accept your apologies. You have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, you were saying. All right. Okay. So tell me. Is, tell me the crazy story. This is how a volcano uh, inadvertently caused one of the best trips of my life. Um, well, so I'm all ears. Yeah. Great title, right? Gets you locked in. Um, just. Oh yeah. Quick, quick yeah. Date, quick Sets date. the table. Yeah. Sets the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. It's just uh, audio clickbait. Um, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, so I was studying abroad in, um, uh, we'll call it the UK area. Um, uh-huh. and I probably Wales, probably yeah, Wales, somewhere maybe around Gibraltar. There. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had the Isle uh, of man. You were studying in the Isle of man. Yes. Yeah. I was studying in the Isle of man where I also had one of my bank accounts. You son of a bitch or Northern Ireland. <laughs> Could be Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just um, see it. Okay. So anyway. I went, I was, you know, I was there for spring semester. So it was kind of, it was like winter into spring, obviously. And it's kind of cold and I would prefer to be in warmer climates. So good choice on me. But um, I just was really pumped to go on like a spring break there. And so me and uh, two of of my friends, um, I was actually going to be three, but the other one got like so wasted. He destroyed our apartment and we had, he couldn't afford to go on the trip because he was just like literally destroyed our apartment and he had to pay for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, not a good, uh-huh. not a good thing. But anyway, so it was me and, and two, uh, smaller, um, women, young women who are uh-huh. students, students with me. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't go the uh-huh. way that you thought that, that it sounds like it's going. Uh, oh yeah, it'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we go down. So we plan a trip to go visit some other friends down in like Florence, Italy, and then hit up Rome, and then come back to wherever we're going. So while we're in, we spend to go down to Florence, have a great time, go out, 
drink a lot of wine, eat some pasta, um, you know, see some yeah. see some churches, art. See some art. All, all the You're normal shit you do. Um, and I'm pasta, enjoying wine, art, yeah, Florence. Yeah, clubs, and then I'm and I'm enjoying wearing shirts, shirts and t-shirt, or t-shirt and shorts, and uh, so. Then we go to Runaway on the train down to Rome to visit a, another friend who's studying there. And uh, I get a text from my, uh, you know, a buddy of mine who had been down in Florence. And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't think we can go back because some volcano I can't pronounce has gone off in uh, Iceland. And, and no you turn plane. around and you're like, well, there's that one eruption. You turn around to those girls. You're like, ladies, there's been one eruption. How about we add a couple more to this, to this beautiful <laughs> yeah. world we live in? Exactly. And then, and then that's this it, is going to turn into a porno, isn't it? 100% on the no, train. No, you keep talking. I interrupted. Yeah, keep talking. So, uh, so we go down there and we're, you know, I'm kind of, we're kind of like, okay, what the hell do we do now? We can't get back. Our flights are... In a couple of days, they're already being canceled because of all the ash. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, you know, what the what the fuck am I going to do?" So we we ended up like we ended up staying in Rome for a couple more days and like just like really exploring the city, which was like fantastic because we got off the beaten path. We didn't just go to the Colosseum; we went to like the other ruin, you know, these other ruins and stuff, and saw different parts of the city that just were not touristy at all. Um, so it was fantastic and. Then we decided, why not go to the Amalfi Coast? So hopped on a train, spent two or three days down there, and we had the whole beach to ourselves because all of the people coming in couldn't get in because of the volcano. And all the trains uh-huh. were going back up north were all, you know, uh, booked solid. So, so we stayed there. Yeah, I'm on the Mediterranean beach, like, Basically, you're on a meditator, turning a yeah. couple girls you barely couple know, chicks. having yeah. this experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nature has taken its course. It has oh. sent you here. It feels like fate. Yeah. Broad daylight, uh-huh. right, uh-huh. right on the, right on those like rocky beaches. You know, it's great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. uh-huh. There's a couple old Italian women looking. It was weird, but um, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. just the kind of stuff that the, you know, you read in the magazines. Oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so we decided to go visit some friends. Uh, we're like, well, we got to work our way back up north to get back at some point. And um, so we took a train back up to, to Torino, Italy, at the top. And um, Wait, hold on. Did you, have, did, you, did you have sex on the beach? Yeah, like multiple times, man. How are you going to leave that out, dude? <laughs> I thought we went over it. I thought we just, just telling me it. about the travel aspects of this thing. I thought we just covered tell it. Tell me about all No, you're, you implied it. Oh. You implied it. Oh. Was it with the girls or with the old Italian women? I'm unclear. Would you be mad if I said both? both? If you're being serious, I would love that. Is that true? <laughs> no. Did you bed multiple women of different cultures and ages on this Mediterranean beach that no one can I'm, get to due to a volcano? I'm a generational guy. I'm a generational guy. I go. I'm Are going. All I'm, playing the all, I'm playing all the generations. You know, not just mine. Um, Does your wife know this story? Does your wife know this story? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. So you're 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 just a frat bro. You're just a frat bro in shorts having sex all over Italy. Yeah, keep talking. Exactly. For, painted the picture. Frat bro. Can I ask another thing about frats real quick? Can I just yeah, take, one more time it, and then I'll ask let you. away? Yeah, please. So they frats always try to claim like we're actually a service organization. It's bullshit, yes, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so I the, thought so. They they do services that are required by like the national. Uh, you know, but that's overseers. the stuff you just try to get over with, so you can start. You can start getting yeah. to Italy and uh, yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so you're on the beach. Yeah. You keep traveling. I mean, there's women. There's lovemaking. Yeah. And you if barely you know, do you know it, these girls that well. If you imagine what happened, you know, if you imagine what happens in fraternities, it probably happens. Um, yeah. You know, maybe not with me or or anybody I know, but it's probably happened. I mean, there's some. Well, my vision of fraternities stories. that gets pretty dark fast. Yeah. It's dark fast. Yeah, ours was pretty dark. I mean, there was the older guys were pretty dark. But whatever. Yeah, anyway. All right. Um, so you're going all over it. Now these students, these girls that were fellow students, were you yeah. did you know these girls before this trip? Yeah, we were yeah, we were we were on like the program the like the study abroad. Like, but were you together? Were you together before this trip? Yes. Yeah. Like what do you okay, what do you so mean? This like, is, what do you mean together? Like you had sex on the beach with these girls. Was that a thing <laughs> that had did, happened I, before this? I, I actually You said did you did. I okay, so keep telling me the real it. story because you did. I You're said crafty. yes to everything. We got about two and a half minutes left. Keep telling me the story. All right, all right, we'll get through it real quick. Because um, it cuts off, cut, phone cuts off in two and a half minutes, and you've picked up. I will keep interrupting. <laughs> uh, so go to Trino, and we're you know hanging out with some friends, and they're saying, I'm like, you know, what the hell are we gonna? How are we gonna get back there? They're basically like, that sucks for you guys. We're going on a road trip to Amsterdam. If you want to come with us, you can. We're renting a couple cars. So I'm like, oh, well, it gets uh-huh. us closer. So we drive in the middle of the night. And go straight to that red light district. Well, we actually went to Paris first. Uh, Ooh, and I was, romantic. Yeah, very. But I was, you know, I drank like a fifth of Bacardi in the back of the seat on the way in. So I don't even remember getting into Paris. Um, I did not drive. I was not driving. I was in the back seat. No, that's cool. Um, yeah, just and, literally chugging Bacardi yeah, in the backseat of a car. Yes, and like and like throwing wow. kiwis out the back. Yeah, a lot of fun. Wait, um, what? You're yeah. chugging Bacardi and throwing kiwis all over the French countryside? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frats, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, sleep, sleep under the Eiffel Tower in Paris in the car because we don't have a hotel. And then we just get on the road again and the next the next morning get to Amsterdam. And one of the guys I was with was absolutely insane. Like was basically Alan from the hangover, um, you know, had broken his arm the night it went. So he was in a cast, had, uh, had sex with like 10 different hookers while he was abroad. Um, Wait, your friend had of, sex with 10 hookers? Yes. One of which was a two was, was a three way. Uh, so he was trying. Your friend, to had, friend had a three-way with hookers. And what are yes. you doing this whole time? You're well, just sitting I, on your hands. I don't think I, so, my friend. You're leaving yourself no, out of the juicy parts. I'm encouraging him because I, I don't want any part of that. Uh, um, I'm encouraging him to do that. So we get to Amsterdam. I eat way too much of a weed brownie way too quickly because I'm not experienced with that. I'm just a drinker. And uh-huh, then uh-huh. and I go straight to the red light district with this guy and uh, twenty-two seconds. With, twenty-two seconds. And he's tra- he gets like thrown out of clubs because he's trying to do he's trying to like get the hookers like in the like in the view the, or whatever the viewing glass is. ten and uh, it was just what happens with the hookers <laughs> five whatever <laughs> I'll never know he got thrown out he got thrown out but he he did he did get a lot of sex.
And then I'm going to guess what happened was the guy we just hung up on said, if you had sex with 10 hookers, I'll have sex with 30 hookers. And then he had sex with 30 hookers and his wife can never know about it because he's just a kid from Berkeley Heights, New Jersey, who stayed close to home and went to Seton Hall University before winding up in Canton, Ohio. That's my guess. And look at that, the first ever call that has to end with me filling in an ending because it got cut off at a point where I was, I would wonder forever if I didn't just make up some lies. Before Podmas calls it out, guys, I'll admit, slow beginning, kind of slow middle, but the end gets really nuts, all right? Does death, sex, and money ever talk about stuff that crazy? Actually, yeah, but always in a more um, quiet and thoughtful tone, at the very least. <laughs> the very least, I love, I love that podcast. I was privileged to be on it. Uh, all right, thank you to thank you to John, thank you to Greta, thank you to Shellshag for the intro music. Support Shellshag. They have so much stuff out there. Buy it, give them your money. They deserve it. Support the show. You like it, subscribe on iTunes, rate it, review it. It really, really helps. Call in sometime. I'd love to talk to you. Keep your eye on Twitter for all those things. ChrisGeth.com for tour dates. TheChrisGethardShow.com for info on the TV show. We're putting out new episodes lately, and I'm so excited about it. Beautiful Anonymous. We'll be back with more next week. Thank you again so much, FrameBridge, for sponsoring today's podcast. And remember, if you lived it, FrameBridge will frame it. And vacation photos, album covers, handwritten notes, whatever you want. They'll frame it up. Get it going. You can easily upload anything online. They'll frame it. Send it back in days. Enter offer code BEAUTIFUL at checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order at FrameBridge.com. You never know how these conversations turn out on Beautiful Anonymous, okay? We all know that. But I can give you a little taste. It's a, I gotta apologize. I didn't expect to... I, I, I saw on, like, Twitter, like, a second before I called you, you know, that this was happening. Yeah. And it was the first thought that came to my mind was to just ask this question. And it, I, I didn't mean to pull you into, like, a, a... I didn't mean to be so invasive, actually. Um, my dude, I'm gonna tell you, you something about me is I'm an open book. I'm a total open book. I don't that's care. That's so good of you. I am... I'm not usually. <laughs> Next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Hey everyone, Scott Ackerman here, and I want to tell you that the Comedy Bang Bang show is going on tour. We're on tour right now. Me, Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus. Neil Campbell for half of it and Mike Hanford for the other half. And you can get in on the madness even without a ticket by following Earwolf on Snapchat. We'll be taking snaps during shows on the road and behind the scenes. And remember, you can hear every single live show the next day on Howl. Use the code CBBLIVE at Howl.FM when you sign up and you'll get one month for free. Thanks, and I'll see you soon in a city near you. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.